Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we covered the topic of Gardner Syndrome, found under the oncology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 23-year-old man presents with problems involving his teeth, bones, and vision. There is a family history of tumors of the thyroid and adrenal glands. Clinical evaluation reveals supernumerary teeth, long bone osteomas, and increased retinal pigmentation. Let's continue with an introduction to Gardner syndrome. Remember that this refers to a subtype of familial adenomatous polyposis, or FAP. It is FAP plus bony and soft tissue tumors. These may include osteomas, desmoid tumors, congenital hypertrophy of retinal pigment epithelium, cutaneous lesions, adrenal adenomas, and nasal angiofibromas. In terms of the genetics, remember that this is an autosomal dominant disease and it arises from the same mutations as FAP. This is typically due to an inactivating mutation in APC or the adenomatous polyposis coli gene. Moving on to the presentation, patients may present with hundreds to thousands of adenomatous polyps in the colon, which have an increased and inevitable risk of colon cancer. Patients may also have dental abnormalities such as supernumerary teeth, osteomas of the mandible, skull, and long bones, cutaneous lesions such as epidermal cysts, fibromas, and lipomas, desmoid tumors which are most commonly on the abdomen and appear as plaques. Remember that these do not metastasize, but they can invade into adjacent structures, and there may be congenital hypertrophy of retinal pigment epithelium. This will present with patches of pigmented lesions on the ocular fundus, and it predicts FAP with a 42% sensitivity, but a 97% specificity. In terms of further imaging, endoscopy may demonstrate greater than 100 colorectal adenomatous polyps, and radiography may demonstrate opaque lesions in the bone. In terms of genetic testing, patients will have an APC mutation. With regards to the differential, make sure to think about Peutz-Jäger syndrome and Lynch syndrome. With regards to the diagnosis, remember that this is based on endoscopy for polyposis, clinical exam, family history, and genetic testing. In terms of treatment, one should prophylactically perform a colectomy as an FAP, and routine screening for extracolonic tumors should occur with the CT every three years. Complications related to Gardner syndrome include untreated growth of desmoid tumors, This is the most common cause of mortality after colectomy is done, and this results in invasion into vessels, nerves, bowel, etc. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, it is almost normal with colonic screening and colectomy. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to Gardner syndrome, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 55-year-old man presents to the emergency department with an enlarged mass on his elbow that he noticed this morning. He states that he has never seen it before. The patient has a past medical history of diabetes and a 35-pack year smoking history. He recently started boxing to get into shape. His vitals are within normal limits. Physical exam is notable for a subcutaneous mass with a normal overlying epidermis, which is rubbery and non-tender. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis? And the answer choices are Choice 1, abscess Choice 2, hematoma Choice 3, leiomyoma 
Choice 4, lipoma, or Choice 5, sebaceous cyst. The best answer to this question is Choice 4, lipoma. This patient is presenting with a painless and subcutaneous mass with a normal overlying epidermis that suggests a diagnosis of a lipoma. A lipoma is a benign mesenchymal tumor that typically presents with a painless, soft, rubbery, irregular, subcutaneous mass. When a lipoma occurs in the gastrointestinal tract, it can cause bleeding or lumen obstruction and present with more severe symptoms. Lipomas are benign but do not tend to self-resolve. Surgical removal is performed if the patient desires so. If a patient experiences multiple lipomas or other diagnoses such as dental abnormalities, numerous colonic polyps, osteomas, or desmoid tumors, an underlying condition such as Gardner syndrome should be suspected. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Abscess presents with a tender influctuant mass with erythema and sometimes surrounding cellulitis. The treatment is incision and drainage. Choice 2. Hematoma presents with a tender bruised mass, often after surgery or trauma. The treatment is observation or drainage, depending on the size. Choice 3. Lyomyoma is a smooth muscle tumor that typically occurs in the uterus and presents with an enlarged and asymmetric uterus that is non-tender and can be associated with infertility or menorrhagia. Medical or surgical treatment is indicated if the tumors are symptomatic. Choice 5. Sebaceous cyst presents similarly to a lipoma, but has a central punctum with surrounding induration. Treatment is elliptical removal of the lesion. Finally, a bullet summary. A lipoma is a benign, painless, and subcutaneous mass that is soft, rubbery, and irregular. That's all for this review about Gardner Syndrome. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.